That's right. A little stones to kick off the weekend. What is up, everybody? What's up, Lev Man? Been a been a long uh, long two weeks. I'm I'm glad we did. We didn't do a show last week. Things just got crazy, um, but there's a lot to talk about. I'm 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 looking forward to a good weekend. Going up to uh, park in PA, do some hiking with my mom. I'm probably not too much hiking, but beautiful weather out. So hopefully it'll be nice out. I don't know how it is down near you, but uh, feels like summer. Feels yeah. like summer. Yeah, mid eighties. It's going to be beautiful. Got the dogs tomorrow. At yeah, 12. that's a uh, that's a game that didn't look like it was going to mean much. Now you've got the undefeated Arkansas Razorbacks who pulled off an impressive win there down in Jerry World uh, over Texas yeah. Tech. Um, so I guess they beat Texas A and M. So they beaten Texas A and M. And they've beaten um, they've beaten Texas, your future SEC team. So they've beaten the, the big boys of the old SWAC. Remember the old SWAC? Yeah, yeah. Of course. We talk about the SWAC. SWAC gets some love on the show a good bit. Is it SWAC? What was the what was the old conference name? It was, you know, it wasn't yeah, the big SWAC. It wasn't a SWAC. I thought there was a no, it was. I'm saying oh, it was SWAC. It was yeah. SWAC. Southwest just, Athletic Conference. You know, it's interesting. I've been doing a lot of research a little bit about what the SEC expansion looks like. And it looks like Auburn and Alabama will be in the SEC East, which is just going to be. You'll That's going to change some things over there. You're going to have Alabama, Auburn, Florida on your Georgia schedule every year, every right. year. And then yeah. I guess what you'll have is the big boys in the SEC West would be uh, LSU, uh AM, Texas, Oklahoma, but now they got Arkansas. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if Arkansas is going to sustain. We'll see. I mean, their their coach is Sam Pittman. He was the old yeah. lineman at Georgia. He's I a- looked, I, I looked at that. Actually, yeah. I did my research on Sam Pittman. Nice. I don't, yeah. And then I I didn't know he was such a hot commodity at Georgia that he yeah. had done such a good job with uh, the linemen, Great right? Job. Great yeah. coach and a great recruiter. So uh, he he will be able to build that program in Arkansas. But I think it is hard, I mean, to sell kids on Arkansas, but winning sells kids too. So, um, you know, I don't – where where is – you You spent some time in Arkansas, right? Yeah, actually – on Fayetteville, isn't that what I was up in I was up in Fayetteville, and, you know, growing up, I always thought Arkansas was a big basketball school. I didn't realize that there was such a strong, you know, SEC – presence and 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 I guess it goes back to more of the SWAC days with Arkansas I didn't realize that they had some sort of football tradition I know growing up we had uh, what was it the uh, the 45 minutes of heck with uh, uh, what was it Nolan Richardson what is this a PG show all of a sudden 45 minutes of heck it was I thought it was like no I thought it was 40 minutes of hell okay yeah <laughs> but I remember going. All of a sudden, up, you can't cuss. Well, I, I mean, mean, like, is hell even cussing? I don't know if hell is cussing, but I, I didn't ever think like Arkansas big time school. But then you got the two Mississippi's, and Ole Miss is pretty darn good. I know Ole Miss is playing Alabama this weekend in um, in in uh, Tuscaloosa, right? So that, I mean, I guess no. Be... I haven't looked at any of the games outside of Georgia, Arkansas. It's an early game too, isn't it? A noon well, start. Yeah. Well, they messed up. They didn't mean to. I don't think they meant to. No one thought Arkansas was going to be this good, and I'm honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, people thought Georgia was going to be good, but I don't know that they thought Georgia was necessarily going to be undefeated going into this game. Right. Because people probably thought we'd lose to Clemson, who lost to NC State last week. Right, right. right. Clemson. So is how good at, is Clemson really? You know. Well, Clemson is not at, in the top twenty-five, right? I think yeah. Clemson uh, is. They at, made it twenty-five. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they got bounced. I don't know. I thought I read something last week that they were twenty-five, but maybe they got bounced. Maybe it was they got bounced from the top twenty-five. I'm I think sure. it's like the first time in forever that they haven't been in the top twenty. I mean, it's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah, so um, well, we'll have to see what happens in the, the SEC. And then I know that – are there any other big games? I know uh, – I'll pull it up. I'll look. I don't know off the top of my head. I, there is another big game. There's uh, always big games, though. There's but, always but big it's not. it's not top ten, two top ten teams. Like i got to be honest. Last week I was watching the uh, – and I was listening to the game on, on Sirius, the uh, – Notre Dame Wisconsin game. I was very surprised by that game. 
I, I thought Wisconsin would give them a much closer game. I had watched the ESPN game day um, in, and it was a Chicago game, uh, you know, so it was a neutral field. I thought that, you know, Wisconsin would give them a, a better game. The next, uh, next site for these two teams is going to be really cool. They're going to be playing in Lambeau in a couple of years. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. There you got Ole Miss, Alabama. You, you mentioned that is that's probably the number two marquee game. Ole Miss, bam! I didn't realize Ole Miss was twelve already. Up to twelve. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, the yeah. SEC is dominating the uh, the top twenty-five. It's ridiculous. We'll see, we'll see what the uh, the Rutgers University will do against Ohio. And so State. Ohio State, yeah, they yeah. Rutgers coming off a uh, a loss to Michigan last week. So uh, you know, this is a statement game against, I guess, for Ohio State. How much are they in trouble this year? So yeah. Clemson is 25. They're still hanging on. Um, who, who do they have this weekend? Boston College goes to Clemson. And then you know, Boston, got College, Boston College had a uh, win on an, against an SEC team last week. I forget who they beat. I watched part of the game. That's obviously to show you I don't remember it. But they did beat an SEC team last week for like the first time in like 30 years. I mean, wow. yeah. I wonder who it was. Was it like Mizzou maybe? It was Missouri. It was yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you got, uh, let's see, Oklahoma State versus Baylor. So, That's a good game. Yeah. I know Baylor had a good win yeah. last week. Got old Spencer Rattler over there, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, no, he's Oklahoma, isn't he? Is he Oklahoma or Oklahoma He's State? Oklahoma. Oklahoma he's Oklahoma. Okay. And he, yeah. you know, he struggled last week, too. Uh, age. So and then you they, got Cincinnati and Notre Dame. And Cincinnati looks yeah. good. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have to see. I know I mean, you mentioned Notre Dame, but no, no, no. I, I want. I would like to see Cincinnati win that game. This is they said the biggest program game they've had. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that'll be fun. That'll so, be fun. So, so that's college. But I mean, you know, we got to start off with. So there are two games with the Eagles. We have to look back, and then we actually have to look forward. Yeah. The back is pretty bad. Um probably one of the worst laws you know it's interesting though looking back at that loss and I watched that game was the defense at times did not play that poorly I know that they let this guy they the Cowboys went up and down the field but they had a defensive touchdown at the beginning of the game um you know they it just they certainly couldn't stay off the field because the offense could could not stay on the field and that was a major problem and so we are starting to hear the questions is is he the right coach for this football team, Sirianni? I know it's only been three games, and that's probably not fair. And Jalen Hurts looked awful. Um, I didn't know very much about this cornerback that picked off the ball. This obviously was his former teammate at Alabama, right? Trayvon Diggs, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Stephon Diggs' brother, funny enough. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> he obviously played on – I guess he practiced again to, uh, you know, our wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, against Devante, yeah. You know, I, yeah, go ahead. Go Devante ahead. fell down, so that was not a good thing. And, you know, he's fell down, and there he was. I mean, that, that if he had stayed up, it probably would have been a catch. Yeah. And I, I, I thought the play calling, you know, it's so funny because the last time we were on the show, I think uh, I lauded the play calling. Uh, game one, I think it was the – yeah. Pre, Pre-49ers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think we've been on since. And it was fresh. And Jalen looked crisp. And the offense looked crisp. And I couldn't say, like, the offense, whatever happened, it looked like, you know, Sirianni had a plan to go toe-to-toe against the Cowboys to play uh, their style of football against the Cowboys. And it was a huge mistake. They, they had, what, a total of three running plays yeah. the game, which is a disaster. Right. And you got to keep that team off the field, right? And we talked about this. What, oh, when Florida played Alabama, you had said to me, does Florida have any shot? And I said, if they run the football, keep Alabama's offense off the field and just, um, you know, and I think Alabama's defense is, is um, not as, as powerful as they, as they have been previously. But, you know, the, the uh, Dallas Cowboys – Offense is potent, right? And even with and like, they ran the ball, and that's they that's the they ran the ball. And to your point, our defense was gassed. Our defense was gassed in the second quarter of that game. Yeah. If you watch, 
So, because they were on the field the whole damn time. You're right. So the Eagles, I didn't, I thought the game playing was horrible. The execution was just as bad. Uh, you, there was no run game. There was no threat of a run game and Jalen hurts. The jury's still out on Jalen. And, you know, I have reserved that I want to give him the full year before I, I make judgment on whether or not he can be our quarterback, whether he can't be. I think we all love his attitude, and I think it's the physical abilities. Does he have the, the physical abilities? He underthrew Rager by, like, you know, four to six yards on that on that ball um, where Rager looked like he had his man beat, and a good throw would have gotten, you know, and this is the second week in a row, right, where he uh, – actually, no, Rager stepped out of bounds against the, the Niners, but uh, – so that pass was picked off, and then he had the play where Devontae slipped, uh, and that was picked off, but I don't like the play calling. The other thing is, is the Eagles, you know, we, they were without Brandon Brooks. They were without Jordan Mailata, right? Now we have more injuries now. Isaac, uh, yeah. Isaac Samalu gets hurt in that game. So the other thing as a, as a offensive lineman is if you're pass blocking, you're always backing up, right? You're always right. backing up. I mean, like if you're using guys that are just fresh into the game, don't you want to give them build, help build their confidence a little bit. And you want to push, you want to right. lean for them to run, like be able to hit the guys instead of being in the defensive, you know, position all the time. So I, I didn't like to play calling. I thought it was awful. Uh, it wasn't creative. Um, but, you know, I, I just felt like it was awful all the way around. And I think what our, our poor offense necessitated, what, what it necessitated was a, our defense being on the field the whole time and then just being gassed and having nothing and not being able to keep up with them. And I'm really concerned about uh, this weekend, not, from a win or loss perspective, I mean, we're losing, but I, I, you know, I do have a prediction for that a little bit later. I, I mean, so. do you think that we, do you think that we are going to be within 25 of the chiefs? My prediction was 28, 14, just because the chiefs defense is so bad. Yep. I mean, that team gives up a lot of points. Now I think the fact that we can score 14 points is probably the most of what we can give just based on the fact that we scored 21 against the Cowboys. And that was, not really 20, it really was 14 years, get the last touchdown sort of in the end and then scored 11 against the 49ers. And then obviously the outliers, the 32 against the Falcons. But I think it's more along the lines of, I predict about 28-14. Um, so we'll see what happens. Again, you know, how can you run the ball only three times, especially when you have some injured offensive linemen? Um, they were still only down 27 at the half. I don't know why they didn't just come out and run the ball. And of course they got picked off and went back for seven. And then the game was 27, seven with a couple minutes gone by in the uh, third quarter. Um, so it's frustrating. You know, one of the, uh, the things against Siriani, Siriani, I always get that name. I always want to say there was a movie called Siriana. Um, the question is, can he make the adjustments at half? Um, and your boy Gannon, can he make the adjustments at half on defense? I know we've talked a little bit about him in the past. I don't know as much about him as you do. Uh, the defense, you know, it looked like at the beginning of the second half, the Cowboys sort of came out flat. Um, you know, the Eagles got a, I guess, what was it? The, was it 28-14, uh, 27-14? The Eagles came back and scored. And then the Cowboys were then able to start running the ball again. It didn't seem like they could stop any, anything with the tight end. I forget what the tight end for the Cowboys name is. Uh, uh, Schultz. Schultz. I mean, the Cowboys have always had great tight ends. That's the other thing. Yep. Um, but, you know, all in all, not a, not a good day. I'm not as willing to be one of these people that wants to jump off a bridge. You have to listen to Philly sports radio. It's not very good um, <laughs> right now. Um, of course, the Chiefs coming to town, it's a uh, Andy Reid game. I think Andy Reid was actually in the hospital, I heard. Yeah, he was. He had fallen ill, um, but it was nothing, thankfully, uh, after yeah. last week. So it's always good to hear that that was just more of a scare situation. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game because um, I just think the Chiefs are more talented. You're playing probably. You know, I remember Joe Montana coming to Philadelphia to play the Eagles when he was with the 49ers. That's what you have with Pat, uh, Pat Mahomes. He's, he's probably, I know Aaron Rodgers, people talk. I think Pat Mahomes might be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL today. 
and I think he's going to be going to put on a show. You lose two games in a row, and you have a, a very suspect defense against you, and you're going to make them pay. Yeah, and you're right. And uh, look, losing Brandon Graham, I, I texted a buddy during the Eagles game, the Cowboys game, and I said, Brandon Graham should call Howie Roseman right now yeah. and to renegotiate his contract. Because <laughs> that defense also, we got no pressure on Dak. I mean, it, we were just – You like Fletcher, though. Fletcher Fletcher, Fletcher is uh, – Fletcher yeah. Cox. Fletcher was, and Hargraves was, was great, Hargraves too. Hargraves was good, yeah. We get, we get no outside pressure, though. And, you know, and so we, we collapse the pocket, but – you know, where's, where's Josh Sweat? Derek Barnett's such a bonehead. I'm so tired. Well, that's what they were saying. I guess he's, this is the last year with Derek Barnett. I hope so. Yeah. It's the last year of his contract. So that if it gets to a point where they can trade him for something like a, a fourth round pick that they might do it during the season. Yeah. Because it, if, if this guy can rush at all, some team's going to take a chance on him, a contender for a yep. fourth round draft pick. So that would be maybe a positive thing. But that he's yeah. a boneheaded guy. But yeah. we spent a high pick on him, right? I mean, what first was rounder. First rounder. That's another example of bad picking. Although, you know, you will, you do have to say that Derek Barnett was drafted the year we went to the Super Bowl and he right. covered that fumble right. that Brandon Graham cost. So I will forever be grateful to that bonehead Derek Barnett, but, yeah. uh, you know, for that play um, and that run, as I'll never forget that as long as I live. But, you know, and and so the Eagles have a rough stretch of games coming up here, right? I know. And then they have uh, next week. Do they have Tampa Bay next week, or I think Tampa Bay is in two weeks. I can't remember who's in between though. There, there's no, another... the Raiders are coming up too, right? And that's I, a I big. Think they have to play the Raiders. They have to play the Broncos. Like, uh, yeah, it's going to be. It is going to be tough sledding because the West, the AFC West, is really strong. So you so... got the Chargers. This is the first AFC West team. So you got this week would be the chiefs who are in last place in the IFC West. And then you've got the chargers, the Broncos, the Broncos, you know, are not that great. They're always, I remember them years ago, they were three and O, but it was a very paperweight three and O, but they did beat the giants. And you're wondering how much worse the giants are than the Eagles. So, uh, you know, three and O is still three and O. And then, um, and then uh, they beat the the giants and the jets, didn't they? Yes, they did. And then the Raiders. And then the Raiders will be interesting because the Raiders is in Las Vegas. I know that's going to be a big travel game for Eagles fans. Um, I think they probably would. They're going to love that stadium from the out. Seeing the outside of it multiple times. I just think that you go for the weekend, but we'll get there when we get there. I just like to see them play well this weekend. Right. And and I don't have a great feeling because I just think it's a horrible matchup for them. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is what it is. So I just pulled up the Eagles schedule. So we got the Chiefs. Then we have the Panthers, who are suddenly very good, even though without. Yeah. And McCaffrey. that was expected to be a win, but no one thought the Panthers would be 3-0. and And right. Sam Darnold now is looking like most improved player of the year this year. Yep. So you got that. And then you got Tommy Brady coming in on a Thursday night after that Panthers game. So that's October 14th. And then you have the Raiders on the 24th out in, um, you know, Las Vegas. And then, then once you get past that, then you get the Lions for, for our Halloween. So really, you're looking at maybe how many straight losses in a row are you looking at? There? So they've gone two. They're going to lose this Sunday. So, so that'll that's be one three. three. I mean, the best chance, the best, their best chances to win are the Panthers and the Raiders. Uh, so, but if you were to lose every game, what would you get? What would you be at going into that Lions game? You would be one and six. One and yeah. six. So what happens to the fans at one and six? Are they going to be demanding a coaching, you know, redo, which is which has happened? I remember uh, who lost their job after only a year last year. I mean, Chip Kelly was fired after one year with the 49ers. So it's happened. I know it happened with uh, Cleveland did it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coaches. Uh, it happens with coaches. I mean, here's the thing. I think if they no fan in their right mind can expect that the Eagles are going to, you know, keep it anything closer than, than 14 points against the chiefs. And that's best case scenario. I actually think the Eagles are going to lose 38 to 13. Like, I think this is going to be a bloodbath. I I mean, the chiefs are one and two. I think they are an angry team coming back and I know their defense is not very good. Maybe, maybe, maybe I say 38, 17. So um, the Eagles. Do you think they're putting up 38 points? I do. 
I do. I see nothing in our defense that suggests that we'll be able to stop. How, how do you stop this team? Like with their speed, you know, you got both Ty Hill and McCall Hardman. And I don't know if Josh Gordon's going to play. That'll be interesting if he plays, but then who's going to travel. You, you just saw what this guy Schultz did to you for the Cowboys. What do you think Travis Kelsey's going to do to you? You know, Josh Gordon's still in the league. That's interesting. That he just got reinstated. Yeah. Every year. Pot, pot, so, pot. Uh, you know, and that's just that that's those guys alone. And like you said, it's not like, you know, uh, you know, Jay Schroeder's uh, their quarterback. It's uh, you know, it's Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, so that's going to be rough. And so maybe, then, maybe we're, maybe our win total is down to about four now, four or five. And, well, you and, can't, I got to stay with where I was. I mean, I yeah. can't, what did I say? Do you remember? I will have to go back. If you were two. seven or something. Seven. I think you, what were you six? I was like seven, but uh, I right, think seven, but you yeah. know, what? like, look, here's what I need to see. I need to see, some creativity in the play calling. Like it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You can still see that. I want to see effort. I want to see heart. I want to see the penalties cut down. Those are things that, that to me, that's coaching. And those are things, tangible things that we can see as fans that the team is getting better and they are responding. And look, we already know that we're a couple of horses down with injuries and every team's going to have injuries this year, but that's what we need to see. We need to see better and crisper execution. We need to see more creativity. I want to see more from Jalen Hurts. I want to see our play, our wide receivers making plays. Uh, I want to see the run game. I, I don't want to see ever again us run the ball three times. That's. I think that's even that's even well below Andy Reid's standards with throwing right. the ball. Yeah. Right. I and never Doug, thought we would ever see that. Um, yeah. And Dougie. We, I think Dougie. we've been having this debate for over twenty something years with <laughs> running the ball. The last person that consistently ran the ball was Ray Rhodes, of all people. How about that, Ray Rhodes? Ricky Waters. Uh, yeah. Yep. Speaking of the Eagles, LaShawn McCoy retired as an Eagle today. He signed yeah. a one-day contract, retired as an Eagle. That's why when people say, uh, um, you know, Miles Sanders, obviously not the best running back in Eagles history, not Wilbert Montgomery. Um, would LaShawn McCoy be up there? Um, and then Brian Westbrook, who's the – you know, it's it's your shame that your your two best running backs in NFL history for the Eagles are both modern day running backs. It's sort of saying something. I mean, you could even put Ricky Waters into that discussion. He just didn't play enough years with the team, but the amount of yards he he gathered in like that 1995 season was amazing. But LaShawn McCoy's got to be up on that uh, on that list. And the only reason why he wasn't an Eagle for longer was Chip Kelly. And remember the trade they made with Buffalo, but I mean, there, there's no reason why he shouldn't have been with the team longer than 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 the trade that sent him out. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, remember Ernest Jackson, Ernie remember Jackson. him back in the '80s, and Michael Haddix and Herschel Walker, and yeah, your next senator. Uh, don't don't say that. Heath Sherman, and Heath Sherman. Uh, I'll just keep going. You know, I can Junior Tadlatasi. I can just keep keep rattling off some names, but yeah, you None got of them were very good. No, got Wilbur. Ricky Waters didn't play long enough. You know, Charlie Garner looked good. Charlie Garner, that was Garner. a name I forgot. Tennessee guy. Deuce Staley was like Deuce one Staley. of my all-time favorites. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you got to put Shady up there. And for me, the game. I know you loved him though. I I, I thought he was your favorite running back. Shady? I've got yeah. I liked him. There was some stuff that I read about off the field about the way he allegedly treated. Um, some people that I, I and, and women that I didn't really care for. Uh, so oh, that's a big, big part of, yeah, like, you know, it's hard to root for guys that, that uh, you know, whether they do it or not, if, if I, I think sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. And sometimes people are completely innocent, but there's there's two sides to every story, right? right? So, but when Westbrook, I comes, like that, across, Westbrook comes across very likable. Yeah, and Westbrook, I think for the totality of the things Westbrook did, you know, Shady was a great running back and he was a really good receiver and, and Westbrook was a great returner. You could add that to his resume. So yeah. it's, it's hard to argue with that. I love Deuce Daly because I just feel like he came along at a time when we were just starving for a running back. And there were so many, you know, there were a lot of memories of when we fell short. And I, I just, I remember him at South Carolina and I just, I was always a big fan of his. Oh, was um, Staley but, in the Super Bowl? Was he, or was he off the team by 2004? No, he was part of... 
Uh, that's a good question. Hold on, because you have yeah. was that one? Yeah, the three-headed monster with Staley Buckhalter, Buck who was another. Yeah. I forget where he went to college. Where did he go? Nebraska. He went to Nebraska when Nebraska actually had some football. <laughs> uh, careful, Erock's going to call up, and he's. Gonna oh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um, but he'll uh, be happy that we did a show this week. Let's be honest. So yeah. no, this and Shady got really emotional about. You know, he said that I wish I could have played my prime here and, and played in you know, the Super Bowl. The know? memory that I always have of Shady, and I was watching some highlights of it, but the memory that I always have is him in the snow. I where he broke the he broke two hundred yards in the snow, and yeah, it was so funny. I watched like, uh, you know who uh, John Clark is, of course. Yeah, of course. I met John Clark. He's really? tall guy. Did you meet him? him? I met him up in Madison, up outside of Madison Square Garden. It was so cool. This guy is completely the way he seems on TV, just like completely genuine. So, yeah. Yeah. So he uh, so he was showing like an old um, clip that he did from that game in the snow. Now, who and did they play in that game? The Lions. Oh, that was the that wasn't a game where uh, uh, who who was the one that threw for 29 touchdowns and two interceptions. St. Nick. Nick. Nicky Foles. That yeah. was Nick Foles. That was the, the first yeah. round about with Nick Foles. Right. I had that I had that Sports Illustrated cover. Um, yeah. And then I, I tossed it. But that was stupid. That was an amazing game. That was that game, right? Yeah, that was that game. Not Yeah, that was that game. Yeah, he played great. And uh, funny story. So that was when I lived in Philadelphia. We lived in Philadelphia. And that day I was, and if you remember, like we were just supposed to get a dusting that day. It wasn't supposed yeah, to. Yeah, no, it snowed. It did. Right. And so I was supposed to go to L.A. for work that night. And so uh, it just kept coming down, coming down. And so I walked out of our our, uh, we lived in Old City. So I walked out of our apartment and uh, there was nobody on the road. And I I tried to get a cab. And the guy's like, the guy's like, uh, he's like, I don't know if I can make it to the airport, you know, with the snow. And I'm like, shit, what am I supposed to do? So anyway, I forget how I ended up getting in another cab. I got there. It was a crazy ride. And then I get there and my, my, uh, I waited and people that I was traveling from my same company were on a flight that left on a different airline and their flight left. And my flight was the only one that got canceled. Um, it was on, I guess, cause it was on a different airline and that airline right. that flight couldn't come in. So it was just, it was just crazy, but I have those memories of that, you know, and walking out during that game into the streets of Philadelphia it was completely empty, completely blanketed in snow. And uh, it was wild, man. That was so, such a wild. Did you watch that game? Do you remember that? I did. I did watch the game. I don't remember all the specifics because it's what, uh, five or six years ago? Is that about six years ago? I think it's eight years, right? Eight years ago? Seven, seven or eight years. Yeah. It was uh, 13 or 14, I think. So I would have been a young 40 or 41. Man. No, you would have been. In 13, you would have been. No, it would have been 40, 40, 40. 39. Something. Yeah, but at this time, if it was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You would have been you would have freshly minted. 40. I actually had that framed on my wall at work. That from Did that. You? Yeah, I don't know where it is. I, I ran out of space, so I took it down. But uh, I probably should have kept it. I didn't think anything would hap- ever happen to Nick Foles ever again after that year. Because then he slumped the following season. And then. Yeah. And then he got rid of him. He went to St. Louis, right? He went in the deal for Sam Bradford to the yep. Rams. And then Bradford did nothing. I mean, it's interesting with the Eagles. There's a whole history of misses there. And then you had the one 2017 season after the, uh, the Miss Super Bowl year of uh, 2004 and those championship game appearances. So. Yeah, man. Wait, keep talking. I got I, I want to show you something. Hold on. Yeah. You know, you were just talking about Nick Foles, and I keep this on my nightstand. That's so, the uh, that's the uh, oh, that's from the Super Bowl though. So he's been on two covers. Two he's sports been on more than two. I think he's been on three. I'll leave this here. I won't get up again. It's unprofessional, but yeah, I think he's been on three. Yeah, and he, of course he has a statue outside the um, yeah the um lincoln financial the lincoln financial field um but uh yeah that's uh i again your prediction when you said 38 17 38 17 and you said 20 28 14 
Okay. I mean, it's pretty similar. I think you'd have them losing by more. Um, so a lot about the Eagles. The I did want to talk a little bit about the collapse in Atlanta that happened this week, which was so okay. ugly. Yeah. Um, you're in Atlanta. You know that the Phillies had to go down there and basically sweep the Braves. It wasn't yep. really even that close. They couldn't hit this week. Um, and they even had Monday off. So they lost Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I did watch some of the games. How did Zach Wheeler, the ace, do? No. Uh, he, he, I mean, he pitched good and good enough. You know, he only gave up two runs, but right. they couldn't score. So Zach Wheeler pitched like an ace. Nola pitched like an ass. And, uh, you know, Kyle Gibson pitched just as bad as Nola. So I don't know. I mean, look, your, your, your best pitcher is obviously Wheeler, but Ranger Suarez down the stretch showed that this guy is, appears to be a legit starter. So you found a legit starter, but to say that there's questions about Nola and Gibson on his best day is probably a four. So we have him at a three right now. The problem yeah. is our, our two is not a, is not a two. Nola is not a two. And, right. and what, if you were going to trade Nola, what would you actually get for him right now? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, how many players on the Phil's team would you really say are, you wouldn't trade maybe Bryce Harper and Zach Wheeler. I mean, is there anyone else? Real Moto, I wouldn't trade. I mean, but the really? problem is, yeah, I mean, the problem, he's a good solid catcher. Problem is, are you wasting him right now? Could you get something for him? Right. Farm system is atrocious. Yep. Um, they yeah. hired Mattingly's son. Did you hear that? To uh, be a batting coach? No, no. Don Mattingly's son to run their um, their minor league right. system. So hopefully, you know. Is he coming from Miami? I don't know. Is he? I'm is not he sure. Where he's coming from. That's a great question. I think maybe. Because um, the Miami, I mean, the Marlins have had a wonderful minor league system. So. I mean, if that was the case, if they were, you know, because Madeline's the manager in Miami, I'm wondering where he was. Yeah, yeah. Need a young guy, a lot of energy, but they don't. But I, some... I think that would be weird for him to leave his dad if he was working with his dad. I don't think he was running a farm system. Because um, why have... would you? Why would you come to the Phillies if you were like honestly? I'm not. I'm not just saying that. Like if you, you were get running... a chance to rebuild their farm system, their farm system has got to be drafting. The scouting needs to be better. Uh, everything yeah, it... that goes into a farm system needs to be, you need to have better coaching, obviously. Right. Um, Development of players. Right. right. Like identifying yeah. talent. I completely agree. But if you're already, I'm just saying, I don't think he's running a farm system because why the hell would he come to Philadelphia if he was? Right. It's a dumpster fire. Like this is a total reclamation project. And you could look at it as like, Hey, there's only, the only place you can go is up, right? Because we like our prospects legitimately prospects. I don't know. But so the other teams I feel like are so far ahead of us. So I don't know. I mean, supposedly the baseball experts, Peter Gammons and John Heyman said that, hey, this is a, a really good hire for the Phillies. So we'll see. We'll see what he can do. I mean, it, it needs to be turned around and it's not going to happen overnight. And I think the sad thing is you see a guy like Bryce Harper put up I mean, MVP numbers. And I think he will be the MVP. I think he should be the MVP. And, but, you know, he, we're going to be wasting his prime. We're not going to be contenders next year. We're not going to be contenders in two years. And so by the time he's probably 32, 33, that's probably at the time when we'll be able to turn this thing around. I think it's, it's, there's just nothing where that, that, that farm system is bereft of talent. Well, you had, so you had Jimmy Rollins, you had, uh, you had, um, God, I'm, I'm having my, basically, uh, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard, that was it, right? The three guys, uh, Cole Hamels. Pat Burrell, you had Cole Hamels, um, you had, Jason uh, Worth, Jason Worth, right? Yeah, he came up through there. Shane Victorino was a rule Shane five Victorino. guy. You didn't draft him, but you, you select him on rule five. We had our catcher come up. Yes. Um, Car Carlos Ruiz. Carlos Ruiz. And then I guess and that's a great Kyle Kendrick. Come up. Yeah, but so that's really about it since the 1970s. If you think about it, since Mike Schmidt, uh, well, if you don't count guys like Larry Bolo. No, I don't. Darren Scott, Dalton came up. Scott, Darren Ro Dalton. Scotty Rowland. He was pretty good. Scotty Rowland, Darren Dalton. I, I mean, he's hated in Philadelphia, Scotty Rowland for the way he got out of the uh, yeah. city, ended up a Cardinal. 
Great um, ball player, though. Yeah, he was a good ball player, but um, the Bull was here in Philly. He was obviously a, a local guy, Larry Boa, Marty Bystrom. Uh, some of the other right from that's a great pull right there yeah yeah um who's the bull what's the bull's last name again Luzinski. Luzinski. i knew you ever had a his barbecue at the game no i haven't but oh, i mean tasty, man i like it you're not talking about a lot of talent over a 30 to 40 year period if you can only name about 10 <laughs> guys that's not really good right right i mean if, yeah, you, I mean, into, if you compare that towards the atlanta braves organization you could even go back to Dale Murphy. You could probably name about 40 people if you wanted to. No, the, the Braves, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. The Braves are just a factory. So whatever they're doing works well and whatever the field, I mean, the field. I mean, they would always bring in a veteran. They would always bring in a veteran like a Terry Pendleton or a, here's another name that from the past, Sid Brock, right? Sid Brock, the first Sid base. Bream? Sid Bream, excuse me. You're all with the names today a little bit. I am, I am. Um, all right, but man. but 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 the Braves have always had the local talent, and I guess it's frustrating when you when you realize that you haven't been producing talent in forty years, or you've got ten players in forty years. Yeah, um, yeah. and if if you're in that syndrome where you're always having to go out and sign free agents like Bryce Harper, then you're going to have to be spending a fortune of money on someone like that. It would be better if you're developing that in house. And you haven't done that since Ryan Howard and Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins. So, are you, are you forgetting um, Bruce Ruffin from back in the day? Nah. And um, who's the other guy? Don Carmen. Don Carmen. I, I don't know if he came up through the system. I don't think he was a Pat Combs. You remember Pat, Pat Combs? Combs? Yes, that's a name from the past. Do you remember when at one point? This is actually more current, so you may remember this, but when. The Phillies had um, the, their big four and Joey Blanton. Um, they they on on the farm. They had the baby aces. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Who was the baby? yeah? I can I was trying to think about it today. I think it was Ben Lively was one of them. Trevor, Joey, Joe Trevor Blanton Smith. was from the Philly. I always thought they got him from Oakland. No, they did. They traded. Oh, okay. Him. They traded yeah. for him. But I was saying when it was like uh, Roy Roy Oswald, uh, Blanton, Doc. Uh, Cliff Lee and Pedro, and there was there was another guy, I think. But anyway, um, who am I forgetting? That's crazy. Oh, Cole. Did I say Cole? Yeah, I didn't. No, say you didn't. But yeah, you meant Cole, to say. How do I forget him, man? Well, but yeah, but then on the farm they had like these four aces, and it, or the baby aces it was Ben Lively, Trevor May. Um, man, I, I hope someone listening to the show can finish off the rest of the baby aces. Uh, but it totally escaped the, the names totally escaped me. But this is this is the challenge, right? And this is a big market. This idea that you're not LA, you're not New York. You don't have to be LA or New York. But when you when you lose to the Orioles, I have a problem. When you right. <laughs> so, right. um, and you know what? After this, and you season, lose to a sorry Diamondbacks team over right. and over again, and you and lose to sorry Pirates team, like. Yeah, it's problematic. You're right. Remember, we had the easiest schedule. We were going to win. And, and then so the question is, when you're going into the offseason, we're so excited uh, back in, uh, I guess, spring training back in January going into February. I don't think there's going to be any excitement for spring training coming up this year. Um, yes, I agree. It, it'll um, be like do you being remember, though, when we talked baseball, if yeah. you go back and listen to the tape, I, I thought that this was going to happen. I thought that we were going to keep it close. And then we were going to just run out of gas at the end. Now, obviously, I had no idea that Acuna would get hurt. What the Braves have done is just, I mean, trading for Solaire was such a great move. And what the Braves have done, I mean, like, you got to give them credit, too. They showed, and I hate the Braves. Trust me, I live here. I know like, you hate the Braves. It's like, but it's like we're going through the shit. What, all are, what are the Braves going to, are the Braves going to do anything in the playoffs? Or are they going to be a one no, and done? No, they're not. No. So where does that get them, though? I guess that doesn't get them very far. Yeah, I mean, the city's pretty pumped. It's crazy. Like, that stadium was pretty rocking last night. But I think they're leading the league in attendance or something, the Braves. That new stadium is doing well out there. Yeah, well, it's a whole experience. They try to make it like Fenway out there. So, but, oh, okay. you know, more power to them. And, and uh, you know, it looks like they are going to have a first-round matchup with the Brewers, right? Oh, okay. So the uh, the heard. old battle of Milwaukee there. Yeah. The Brewers versus the Braves. Right, right. The one we connection there is sound match. Yeah. Well, I, the one connection there is they both were uh, 
both Hank Aaron played for both the Milwaukee Braves and then the Atlanta Braves and then went back and retired in Milwaukee for the Milwaukee Brewers. So that's a basically unimportant fact there, but you know, that's what I'm full of. We got 10 minutes left. Let's do some Sixers. Do some Sixers really quick. So uh, training camp opened. Yes. And, uh, ah, I, my, you heard, did you hear the latest though? He didn't. Well, the thing Saga? is now he wants to be the guy, you know, and that's why he doesn't want to play with Joel and because he's so qualified to be the guy. That, well, first it was Doc threw him under the bus. Then it was Joel threw him under the bus. Then it was the trade rumors for Harden. Then it was... Yeah. Uh, then it was he wants to be the guy. There was one more rumor. Early. But I think I think the last one is the most realistic. Oh, then it was the fans. He didn't want to play in front of the oh. fans. So you got, think, you got five. I you think got it's five. the I think it's the last one. I don't think he wants to play with Joel because I think he wants to be the guy. And the problem is he's not the guy. Because if you're the guy, you got to be able to hit a shot. You know. Yep. And, and you have to be able so, to improve. And then did you remember when they said, "Oh, he's gonna he's willing to set out all year." Well, I read. Well, I read right before we came on the telecast here. The telecast. Who still says that? Me. The podcast that he. There's now a room. There's now this belief that he's going to report. So he because the Sixers he was he He didn't get paid today. He didn't get get paid, and the Sixers are holding off on his payment because he is uh, defying the contract. Right. Right. So um, he is going to. There's this rumor now that he's going to show up. And he's going to say he's injured so that he can get paid and that there's this growing belief that he's going to show up and just play this, the charade of being injured. And so, um, look like this guy's a fraud, man. This guy is such a fraud. He is like, he, he didn't win in college. He didn't get better in the pros, you know, like he has been coddled. Like, and I don't know his whole life, but based on, what I know and what I've read, he has been coddled. And anytime he has challenged him, whether it's been Brett who, who asked him to shoot. Never him, really he challenged him because he was his, his dad's boy, you know? Yep. And Doc challenged him and, and, you know, criticized him and he, and he curled up and went. And you know what? And then Jimmy Butler, the whole Jimmy Butler story. You should have kept Jimmy Butler. Right. And, and, and B basically alluded to that, you know, yesterday. He did. Yeah. yeah. And good for him. I'm, I'm so tired of what I don't like about the NBA is, and I think you, you and I have talked about this is like, listen, I don't need people to hate each other. Like the nineties, like it's like the Pistons bulls or even right. in the early part of uh, the two thousands when it was Pacers, uh, Pistons, that whole malice at the palace, all that stuff. I don't, we, we don't need that. No one wants that. But I, but it, it does feel a little bit too lovey-dovey. Like we're afraid to say anything that's going to hurt someone's feelings in the NBA and get all up in their feelings. And I feel like of all the sports, that is the one sport. The NBA where, does that the worst. Yeah, thing. right. I think it's, it's because there's the smallest number of people are in the NBA. There's only what, how many players in the NBA. So they're more than likely going to come into contact with one another. The only sport that has probably, I guess, a similar amount of players is the NHL, and they still have many more ice hockey players. The thing I had an issue with Embiid is, remember, he initially would not go after him a month ago and sort of threw the fans under the bus. Yeah. And then to go a month later, it only took until the rumors came out that he didn't want to play with Embiid because he wants to be the face of the team. Embiid finally came out and said, well, first off, I have to go up to the three-point line because I can't be down low because where else are you going to put Simmons? Simmons has nowhere to go. He clogs up the lane. Yeah. Because he can't do anything. Yep. Yep. And, I mean, look, he's a heck of a defensive player. He is a good facilitator. I mean, six, you eight, five, score. With that you kind got, of speed yeah. and that kind of ball handling, like, yeah, he, he's, he, he is a bit of a unicorn. But you know what? Um, who said this the other day? They said if he – develops oh was it Stephen A he said so Stephen A like was really critical of Ben which was actually nice to hear the right. criticizing a player who deserves it you know right. um and so he uh and and remember he's under contract for four years so it's not like this right. guy's a free agent whatever so Ben uh so he was critical but he said if Ben Simmons ever des- develops a jump shot he's a jump shot away from being LeBron James and he's not he's not and he because guess what He's not going to shoot 75% from the free throw line 
And why would, would we believe now in season five, six, whatever we're in, that he's all of a sudden going to decide to, to, you know, trust that he's going to be shooting jumpers. Here's the thing that he doesn't have that the greats do have. He doesn't have like, I don't think he, I don't think he has the killer instinct. And I've said this, I think that he enjoys the idea of superstardom and what that brings like, and the doors that it opens and that cachet that you carry more than he wants to put in the work to be uh, the actual superstar. And I don't think with regards to trading him, I, I'm glad that Daryl Morey is holding, you know, firm. Um, Cause I, I don't think a, obviously a trap for, a, a tr trade for assets is going to do anything. Draft picks are not going to really help this team right now. You do have to get some players. And I'm not talking about Colin Sexton and Kevin Love. Or, I mean, we're really talking about two players. We're talking about Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal. So we'll have to see how that works out. The question is, if you get halfway to the season, end of, you know, the middle of the season, if you're not getting anything extra, can you let it go that much longer? Um, and so – you know, if he's not playing, the, the value is probably not going to go up any. And so that's my major concern. Um, yeah, but when, guess what? When there's a point guard injury or someone goes down with an injury and they need a big man or they need a point guard, like that's that's where I think Sixers are going to be in a, in a good position. Because, you know, to Ben Simmons' credit, I mean, it's, it's not like this guy, he's not like a, a Harden where he, in the sense of, you know, Harden looked like the Stay Puft marshmallow man when he returned right. to the court. like Very Simmons tough. that guy's jacked you know he's a rock he he's, keeps himself in really good shape you don't have to worry about that and he's and, only 25 which is the best thing he's got going for him right and I'm sure he's going to keep you know posting videos of playing up at the uh you know the LA the YMCA, the YMCA you know yeah. so I'm sure he's still ball, playing ball and I, I don't know I mean the more I think about it the more I think like the Sixers are maybe not in as horrible position I don't know that we're going to get Beal. I don't know that we're going to get, um, you know, Dame. I think I actually have, don't think Dame's going to want out of Portland. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but. Again, I think it'll depend on what happens with the trailblazers this year. If they're yeah. awful. Yeah. But yeah. I would, I, mean, I would never do the McCollum trade. He yeah. doesn't help you at all. And really how different is he than Seth Curry at this stage of his career? I mean, they're both yeah. shooting guards. We right. need we need a point guard is what we need. Otherwise, yeah. you've got Tyrese Maxey here. Let me shut the phone off. Otherwise, every time, every time. Every time. Oh, every, yeah. there's our, there's I'm getting call. a call. I think they're from Tampa, um, and they're tell, tell really them they're good. alive on the podcast. Just answer it and put them on. Start yeah. So so and then the um, you know segueing into. Can I say one other thing before we segue yeah. out of this? Yeah, I, and you know what? I didn't use that word correctly anyway. So go ahead. Oh, uh, what I was happy to hear was. Tyrese Baxi in media day address those rumors that he wanted his agent was like moving him out of town. And he was basically like, no way. Like, you know, he seems like he really likes it here. Um, he's doc said, he's going to be a big, big part of this team, whether Ben's here or not. So that to me is exciting. Cause I think I'm so excited to see Maxi and, and certainly they as currently constructed with no Ben and no replacement for Ben, they're not a top playoff team, but well, that I, was what I was going to talk about. But yeah, I, th I, I think they're probably what, like a six seed, maybe. Well, the the NBA power rankings from the Sporting News had them about twelve. Okay, twelfth overall. Yeah, so that's not bad. I mean, in the East, that's about a probably a five seed. Actually, I think they're better than the Knicks and the Celtics. So you're talking about the Heat might be ahead of them, although I'm not even certain if the Heat are ahead of them. And then you would be talking about the Bucs. Well, no, I guess you have maybe a fifth because then the Hawks, the Heat, um, the Bucks, and the Nets, you know, so. Wait, who? Who were the The Nets teams? would be the first seed, would right. be seed in number one. Nets, Bucks. Bucks. Um, Heat. And it would be Heat and Hawks. I think the Hawks would be better than the Heat this year. I think the Hawks will definitely be there. I'm not so sure we're going to be better than the Celtics, to be honest with you, because – I don't know who's going to, the thing is, is who's going to cover Tatum? You know, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess Matisse, but. See, uh, here's the thing, you know, is it, is it time that, you know, someone challenges, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter who's your starting, starting three, 
because Matisse can always play that position anyways, coming off the bench. But would it be would it make sense to start Matisse at the three this year ahead of Danny Green, or is that just I would absolutely hope so. But yeah. you know, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't think Danny Green is the defense. He's he's a solid defensive player. He's got long arms. He's got huge hands too. And and you know, but I just he's thirty. What is he? Thirty four now. Thirty four. Yeah, yeah. he'd be so, turning thirty five at some point in the year. So was, I don't I don't trust him defensively on some of these like you know uh, smaller, shiftier, uh, small forwards. You know, and so I agree. I think Matisse, good size, good good footwork, speed, and you know he's not going to be able. He's not the defensive player that that Ben is, but he's he's a damn good defensive player, and. Um, and I only say that because Ben is 6'10 and Matisse is 6'7. So, but I think right. Matisse can be locked down. Uh, so I, I I agree. I'd love to start him. I don't know if they will though. Because we, we gotta figure some... they're gonna start Maxi. So are right. they gonna start Maxi and Matisse? Why not? I mean, we do the my concern is that we need some scoring from those positions. And that uh, you know, you can't rely on your center to get everything. You gotta get some scoring. Now, but Simmons didn't score necessarily, but I always thought that the three was a concern anyways, but we couldn't improve on it because of salary cap restrictions. We didn't really do anything. We re-signed Danny Green. So we got to find a way to score more. I'm afraid we're going to have problems with that this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it, could, it could be an issue, but we'll, we'll find out. Is I mean, that the 10 minutes? I mean, basically, I mean, that's, that's what I had to say. I'm, I'm, I know Sixers first preseason game is on, I think it's Monday. Or the next yeah, it's Monday. Month? No, this Monday in Toronto. Oh wow! Because that's the big rumor is that Ben's going to report before this Monday. It's just man, it's such a circus. It reminds me so much of the To situation in some yeah. respects. You know? I remember that. I remember. But you know, he puts he's put himself in I think an unwinnable situ- situation, Ben. And you know, it's a it's. I, so the the discussion on the radio today is was Brian Winhurst and how he's sort of made a farce of himself, Brian Winhurst, how he's openly taken Ben Simmons' side because he's in the pocket of Rich Paul and, and I've heard that LeBron James. And, you know, I, I remember, you know, Winhurst from ESPN, but we have to look at the situation realistically, which is anytime someone's story for wanting to leave changes five times, basically means he doesn't have any real point of view anyways. Um, and there was a press conference, game seven. I didn't think anything that Doc Rivers said was out of bounds. I thought yep. it was fine. He, you know, there were times during the season where he did not criticize him when he should have been criticized. So the criticism that he had after game seven was some of the lightest criticism I've ever heard in sports. But for someone that had never heard criticism, that was a problem. Right. And, and the criticism was just so like, and I, I, I just don't understand. It's like the softy generation. Like, are you kidding me? Ben was horrendous. Right, let's, right. let's be clear. Horrendous offensively in that series right. and completely ineffective. And you know, Larry Brown, Larry Brown would have gone after him, him apart. Exactly. Yeah. And so they asked doc in the heat of the moment, like, Hey, is this guy, can this guy be a championship poor guard? He said, I don't know. And so, Fair. I, I yeah. think that that's fair. You know, like I think because the again, the way that I interpreted this was this is means a position switch for Ben. You know, right. like you didn't how. think that he was gonna be on another team. Exactly. Maybe exactly. move him to uh I mean, I guess maybe move him up to the four and move Tobias back to the three, although it didn't seem to work the previous year. So yeah. So yeah. and then Doc was saying, I guess one of the other things, and then we got a wrap is that Doc was saying that he was thinking about shifting Ben more to play when Joel was out. Right. I heard that five. And, and I guess, I guess Joe Ben wants his own team. He like, that wasn't good enough for him either. They took that plan to uh, Ben and Rich Paul, I guess in August, Daryl Morey went and I think uh, uh, the owner went um, and he shot it down. So, yeah. I mean, he, well, this is then, after he told his teammates not to come see him because. Right. He, he, well, that was actually before, but I mean, he, he wouldn't see Joel Embiid. He wouldn't see Danny Green. And I think Tobias was on that flight. And he wouldn't see these guys who are supposedly his friends. Right. Um, which shows that he's not a very good friend. Danny um, Green said he hasn't spoken to him in 
quite a while. And they, I know that they were buddies. They were close at some point. But, right. Uh, yep. So hopefully it will be a, a, a nice divorce. Um, can you only imagine the reaction when he comes back from another team with another oh, team? It talk about going, having an injury. He, he'll yeah. have an injury. Yeah, it'll be very, very ugly. Now, my, yeah. my major concern is they're going to end up with a, a Malcolm Brogdon who I just don't want anything to do with something like that. So. Right, right. Yeah, we'll see. Well, time will tell. It seems like this one's going to, gonna, you know, it's like a be a marathon, not, not so much a sprint. It's going to be a marathon. It's, it's like that long, long drawn out relationship that should have ended years ago. Right. You just can't get rid of her. Oh, yeah. I said that. But the John Wall rumors were ridiculous. I, I heard I, those too. No parts of that. John no. Wall might, I mean, probably might never play basketball again at a, right. at a level. You and know. I, don't, I also don't want Kyrie Irving and, and his uh, shenanigans. You know, shenanigans. Ky, Kyrie Irving refuses okay. to get vaccinated, even though it's a mandatory requirement of the city of New York. So yep. he's in trouble. Um, so that's an example where he might not even be able to play for the Nets because he's yep. violating his uh, requirements as a resident of New York City. It's just, he's a very difficult person. Obviously he's a, uh, I forget, he's a flat earth person. Flat earther, yeah. yeah. I didn't know they were earthers, but I had heard him. And of course, if he can be a flat earther, then of course he's probably thinks that the moon landing was fake. You know, you get into these types of conspiracy theories. For my, our fans out there that are conspiracy theory folks, we love you. We Doesn't still matter. love you. Yeah. Um, we still love you and your crazy thoughts. I had a shout out. I had a nice chat with Danielle. Keel, but her new name is obviously Danielle Segrist. Wow. Um, uh, yesterday. So that was nice. Toby Shiker came into the office again today to say hello, which is good because I was like in sort of a, an iffy mood. It was nice to see someone and uh, still have to reach out to Russ, Russ Huxtable. I was supposed to have a call with him. And I was Facebook messaging with Darren Martin today. So he, he uh, just spread the word about tutoring club, but I said, remember to catch 1973. So Darren, um, I'm hoping you enjoying this uh, episode and uh, yeah. Ah, Darren Martin is one of the best dudes I know, man. He, he is, I love him, love him. Any uh, shouts out, any shout outs for you or? Nah, not for me. Great to hear Darren's name. Always, you know, get feedback from Barry and E-Rock and all those guys and, uh, Whoa, uh, we got to give a sh and 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 love all those guys just like we love Darren, love Barry, love E Rock. Uh, awesome, awesome, we love it. And uh, how about the the text from Eric Connor yesterday about I didn't get a chance to read it yet. Oh, it's the Rocky Four is going to be re released. Oh, I did see that, I saw that though. Yeah, with, with director's cut version yeah. November 11th, which now is you can favorite. either see that in the movies or they're going to have it on demand like the next, next day. day. Yeah. Now, I was wondering if there would be prolonged scenes like tra training montage scenes running up the, the Siberian mountains. That yeah. was sort of what I was hoping. I think they're going to have an extension of the fighting sequences in, in Moscow before obviously the end. The movie really, uh, the original Rocky Four came in at 91 minutes, which was ridiculously small compared to all the other Rockies. So yeah. um, I'm sort of wish that they had released it in full anyways because you know obviously that speech ended the cold war right obviously it did um so that movie also ended the cold war so uh right. yeah great and so if i can change then you can change everybody's can change. uh all right so those are my shout outs um and i did you did you you finally saw creed 2 right you know I, I did tape it the other night though i haven't I, seen creed 1 so All right, I, so you have to see both. And obviously, when I found out the tie-in with Rocky IV, I was like as giddy as a schoolgirl. Okay. Because don't, I, don't ruin this, please. No, I'm not going to ruin it, but Here you know Ivan Drago is in it. I mean, everyone knows that, okay? Yeah. So, in the first I mean, one, right? In the first one? In, in Creed two. One. Creed two. Oh, okay. So I need to watch Creed before yeah. I watch Creed two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I think you'll really like that because, right. come on, I mean, he was – He's the only um, stuffed figure I don't have. I have, um, no, excuse me. I have uh, Ivan Dragoa and I have uh, Clubber Lang. I just don't have uh, Apollo uh, with my, with my, you know, the, my dolls. I guess you would right. call them dolls. Uh, 
You have I, dolls I, of them? Well, I don't know if you, you know, like puffy, I forget what you call them. Uh, bob, they're not bobble figures, but, but I do have them and it's like, Bring Rocky. them to the next the next podcast. I'm going to show you. Rocky has the Italian stallion um, uh, get up from Rocky too, with the black nice. trunks and the yeah. yellow robe. It's awesome, absolutely cool. awesome. All right, yeah, I need you to All bring right. them. All yes. right, have a good All weekend, right. man. Great being and, with you, buddy. And Always you as well. Great. Let's uh, let's rock out. Friends, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends?